Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. My name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Every Day and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my co-host, Stephen Loney, on YouTube and 8-Bit Warrior on Twitter. Hello, Stephen. Good morning, Ken. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How about good, yourself? Good. I'm doing pretty good. I just got my coffee. I'm not going to tell you which number it is of the day. And I felt it right up to the rim because we're going to be talking about seven bad habits that are destroying your PC. Oh, yeah, that's and right. I already sipped off the first centimeter or so or half an inch. Is that a safety precaution? That is. I'm going to hold it right over my keyboard right now. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Dribble all over my keyboard. Very relevant to, t to today's topic. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, you're doing well? Doing okay. Yeah, I've got some things going on renovations in the house still and today yeah. i'm filming from a slightly different angle did some shifting and things and moving Thanks. around it so it looks good yeah. you look very i look good thank you biffy <laughs> you look spiffy too this morning oh thank you thank you and of course it's the usual garbage day here so we might be uh interrupted by the garbage truck and the recycling truck oh. as a matter of fact yeah exciting so, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> So today, we are going to be chatting about seven habits that are destroying your PC. And uh, yeah, we're going to dive right into this. So seven habits that are destroying your PC. I'm going to bring up this article and we're kind of going to follow or follow through this article on PCMag.com. And it's talking about the seven habits, again, that are destroying your PC. And we'll kind of we're going to add our perspective to a lot of this article if you are interested in this article we'll have it linked in the description for you so you can check it out mm -hmm. but, yeah feel um, free to open it up and follow along with us as we yeah use it as a reference no, for today. sure for sure so it is there in the description um so steven how is, let's just start out by how is your pc running my <clears throat> my pc is actually running pretty well yeah considering how old it is yeah um yeah, it's uh, generally I think fine at this point. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mine... there's a, there, there's there's some here. Um, yeah, some of the points on this article we'll see are are, are relevant to me, uh, because yeah. especially the age of my computer. Um, the, yeah. That's whereas yours, you have a new well, build, so. My new build runs good. I don't have any problems with it. My old PC, um, some of this stuff applies to it. There's really some of the fans are really loud and I think full of dust and, um, different things like that. So, yeah. um, we'll, we'll get into all of that here shortly. We may as well actually just dive right into it. So the first thing on this article that it talks about is overheating, mm -hmm. um, and dealing with overheating problems. So let me pull that back up as I just closed it. So it says disregarding overheating problems. So kind of ignoring overheating problems, mm -hmm. um, different things like that. Now, interestingly enough, um, you put me onto a piece of software called OCCT, I believe. Yeah, well, there's two. So OCCT yeah. is one, but what it uses under the hood is a um, another program called uh, HW info. It might start, it might stand for hardware info, but yeah, another one called HW info, which yeah. gives you like a report of like, like tons of the, um, processor, uh, uh, temperatures, GPU temperature 
RAM temperatures and just the diagnostics of like your PC, like tons of the sensors mm-hmm. and stuff, like a report print out. Really, yeah. And so OC, OCCT uses hardware info under HW info under the hood to do mm-hmm. all this reporting. I mean, it's great. You're like, you've, yeah. You, what you're showing there, you're getting a list out of all the temperatures of all your processors. Yeah, so this is OCCT, and when we're talking yeah. about temperatures on your PC, um, I wasn't planning on popping this up here, but this is a free piece of software, or you can have um, pay, I think, for more features and support them. Yeah. But talking about temperatures, over here on the right-hand side, you can see all your core temperatures. So I have a Ryzen 7 5800X mm-hmm. in my PC. You can see... Um, all the core temperatures. I'm kind of running somewhere on average here between maybe low 40s to 50 currently, 55 mm-hmm. um, on the temperatures on there. And and you can run benchmarks and different things in here as well. So yeah, it's definitely and a useful tool for tracking your temperatures. And that's a good point. It's good to do a, um, a benchmark, even, even if it's a light benchmark, to just make sure that the temperatures aren't spiking once under load, that they're mm-hmm. not like throttling um as this article mentions uh from pc magazine is that um because if your temp uh, processor is temperature is maxing out and throttling it's going to drop the speed of your processor yeah to accommodate for um for the high temperature it's going to try to keep your processor alive so it's going to start dropping the frequencies and slowing down the computer so yeah. if you are hitting high temperatures you may not be getting the full performance out of your processor which would naturally slow things down. And it could also be shortening the lifespan of the device because it's just putting under more heat, more strain. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to help things. I mean, you're, you, could have a hor- you could have a terribly throttling processor under heat strain for years, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it won't kill. I mean, you could have a bad scenario that just keeps working. Um, yeah. But it doesn't mean that you should. It just may increase the risk of something going wrong. Um, mm mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this so, is just a great tool to, to validate that stuff is within a good range. For sure. And I mean, I'm pretty using fairly low resources right now. If I'm gaming, this will probably jump up. Um, I know these Ryzen 7 5800Xs run on the hotter side, but on gaming, yeah. probably I've kind of been watching it lately about 75 to 80 degrees for myself. Um, your CPU is going to be, if it's different, will, you know, vary. Yeah. Um, exporting videos kind of in that range as well. So it's definitely mm-hmm. um, something you can just keep an eye on and you just open this up. So it's a great option. If I'll note, if, you're, if your PC is like, if you're running like a, a modern, like say i3 or something, temperatures mm-hmm. aren't really going to be often an issue because especially, yeah, it, temperature is more an issue like your class of processor. Um, mine's an older one. So it's it's a it runs hotter and bigger and beefier. Um, uh, for a lot of, for if you just have like a normal like um, business PC with an i3 or even an i5, usually they run well, pretty cool mm-hmm. these days. Um, but if you're running a laptop though, you can still have overheating issues again if you're if you're putting your PC or laptop in a bad place, like yeah. in in a closet with like no breathing room and it's just stale air you can get like a hot pocket or if your case has absolutely no <laughs> exit plan for air, it can yeah. build up heat. So even those, even the, the, the lower end devices could still build up pockets of heat and still be bad. Um, yeah. If you have like, yeah. So, so the other thing that happens is if your PC and this article talks about this is if your PC is running hot, 
mm-hmm. um, it can throttle throttle down your PC. Yeah, so that's what I was I was mentioning earlier. It'll actually lower the speed of your processor. Yeah, because it's it's or, trying to and meet... potentially even shut it off if it's a big yeah. enough heat problem. Yeah. So, yep. Um, that's correct. Yeah. So that's definitely something to think about. Now we were chatting about um, fans yesterday and CPU coolers. Um, I think I was counting. Did I say I had ten? fans in my pc technically yeah technically plus whatever fans are in the power supply um including the the chipset fan on the on yeah. the motherboard yeah but um fans are are definitely helpful if you don't have enough air movement it's going to stay warm yeah and and also but if you you could technically have 10 fans inside your computer and yeah. still be a, and still be bad <laughs> well, then you can't get out. Yeah, like yeah. I got ten fans, and uh, they're all just like pushing each other back into you know. <laughs> Another problem you asked me yesterday: Are your fans in the correct direction? <laughs> <laughs> and, we were, and and you weren't one hundred percent sure, were you? I'm like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's something I've wrestled with. It's like I think the air's going this way, and. Yeah, because you just want to, you can have all these fans, but they're like actually just competing against each other and trying to put air inside the case and nothing gets out. Um, yeah. So you just want to be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, well, and even um, you can look at different CPU coolers. Maybe your processor came with a cooler and you could put it on something beefier or that sort of thing as well to help keep your temperatures down. So, so with my with my computer, my computer is a chipset from 2011, 2012. It's an i7, six core, 12 thread. It runs hot because of the generation of it. Um, I was using the stock cooler with it. And after checking using hardware info, HW info and OCCT and doing benchmarks, I found it was with the, the cooler I had was just going way too hot. And so... Okay. I, I did get a, um, like, I thought it should have been fine, but I was able to validate, nope, this is seeming too hot. I put a different cooler on there. Greatly, that mixed with a new case that had a, a better um, airflow, mm-hmm. way better yeah. uh, temperature, was able to overclock it stable. Now it runs stable at a reasonable overclock. And so I, I personally yeah. found it just doing that process of checking hardware info, making sure air is going clear, make sure the right cooler made yeah. a difference in my case. So. For sure. And if you know what cooler you're using, um, write that in the comments below. We'd love to hear about that. I'm using the Cooler Master Hyper 212 Black Edition, um, which yeah. is an air cooler. Do you know, you're using something similar, aren't you, Stephen? Uh, yeah, I think I'm using just like one of the, the more original. Black edition? Like the, one of the OG, because oh, it mines from like, my cooler, I think, was intended for the first generation i3, i5, i7s. Okay. So, however old that is. And then you just have a more yeah. modern version of that, I believe. Yeah. And I did actually add, um, you can buy it with, um, more. you can buy more fans for it. So, I did actually add a second fan to it. So, one going right. in and one coming out to it. So, um, and they're mm-hmm. just, they're kind of generic. Cooler Master fan that works right on there. That's a good point. I could do that too. And mine, I haven't done that. Maybe I should. Anyways, I'm just thinking. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. I like I yeah. think the, um, I've seen them on sale as low under ten bucks even for the fans, but I think they're kind of typically run between ten and twenty dollars for the fans. So yeah, um, it's pretty cheap to add on to there. All right, why don't we move on to the next one, which yes. is 
<laughs> Whoa, taking your coffee over your keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, letting dirt and dust and liquids run wild over your PC. Funny enough, <laughs> okay, so my problem here at my desk is I bring a coffee to my desk and I put it down here. And then I sit down in my chair and I scoot in under my table and the arm on my chair hits the desk and sloshes my coffee everywhere which happened <laughs> yesterday to me and it's like maybe an inch away from my tablet that's down there and i had made a big mess yesterday so it was kind of funny this was before we even discussed doing this what we were going to talk about today right. so it was kind of funny my big mess and poured all over the floor kind of under the keyboard but i do have a coaster <laughs> i do have a coaster i keep it on to keep everything safe oh oh good you know it's not you an actual coaster. Is? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> it's, no, it's like a cardboard coaster. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I got a whole set of these actually. There's all like Excite Bike and Zelda, and I'm on the second one now. The first one is um, gone, long gone in the garbage from spilling on it too much. So that shows you how much I spill here. Is that our sponsor spot desk. this morning? <laughs> Sponsored by Paper. Cardboard coasters from Nintendo. Cardboard not coasters. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so dirt, dust, keyboards, cookies over your keyboard. Yes. Steven. Very, very valid concern. And was a concern this morning as I was trying to set up my uh, camera and I was hovering over my coffee with the... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I have a family member here who recently spilled coffee on their keyboard and it wrecked it they tried to save it and like it was a nicer keyboard and it killed it and you know I, I recently spilled also this past week a cup of hot steamed milk <laughs> <laughs> and it was okay I managed to I funny enough it was close to like getting onto my Commodore 64 that was my You'd concern. Been, you would have been more upset about that than your actual PC. It's it's a fine line, and I was just like, so I put my I moved my Commodore to a more safer spot until I have a better home for it. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. <laughs> Yoshi's all uh, um, worried for us here. That we're <laughs> it's okay, Yoshi. Yo it's okay. Yoshi, I'm sure, does not eat at his, at his computer. He goes right to the dining room table and sits there properly. <laughs> Is that correct, Yoshi? <laughs> he's, a, he's a gentleman. He knows how to <laughs> take no care of his No eating at your computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly... At least a keyboard like this is replaceable. If you're using a laptop, it becomes yeah. more, more of a problem. Um, yeah. Now, one of the things, though, I've used in the past, it's like almost like Silly Putty or Slime meant for electronics, and that's worked well for taking dust and stuff out of the cracks. Oh, okay. Um, I've used compressed air. Yeah. Works good. And, you know, <laughs> funny enough, you know where I buy compressed air? It's like... 10, 12 bucks everywhere else if you go to the big electronic stores. The dollar right. store here sells it for four bucks. Right. Um, so that's where I buy it from. It's probably but, like not compressed air. It's probably compressed just air. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy's just blown in the back. <laughs> Let's go. No, yeah, I. Seems well, to work pretty good. Well, that's, that's what I want to know is, is what's the quality of compressed air from the big store to the. Well, is there. I don't. 
I I don't <gasps> think there can be a quality I, Is there? I think on your other channel you should do a test. I think you should buy a reputable compressed air can from a big box store. Go to the dollar, store, dollar store and do a test. What? How am I going to tell the difference? Just about just a, <laughs> like how it tastes. <laughs> no, do not squirt compressed air in your mouth. Do not do that. <laughs> like the pressure on my hand, that stuff's freezing. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Northern Viking Every Day. We're going to do a taste test of compressed air <laughs> from the dollar store. <laughs> do not do that warning. We don't want you doing that. <laughs> Yoshi. Oh, thank you, Yoshi. I eat near my PC. Just be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the worst is, like, soup next to your keyboard if you're, like, soup and, like, toast with crumbs. That's yes. That's a bad one, too. Indeed. So, um, yeah, so keeping that away, we're saying do not keep food and liquid near your keyboard, and yet yeah. we all do that, so. Yeah. And this article says not to use Windex on your screen, but... Yeah, you know what? I, never... I don't think you're supposed to... Um, Going through with all the world sicknesses and stuff right now, um, at my previous job, we were, they wouldn't let us use um, chemicals on the screen. They had wipes that were designed for your screen. Right. And they, the interesting thing is there, so they wouldn't wreck all the laptops they bought, um, a whole bunch of cheap keyboards that they used, so we could actually wipe them down. So, okay. Um, like, if you buy $20 keyboards, rather than squirting down the laptop with chemicals we bought cheap keyboards so we could wipe them down even if they kind of right only lasted a year yeah so that's something kind of to, to think about as well mm -hmm. which works really well you just especially if it's a usb one or even a wireless one you can buy cheap ones yeah. on black friday or if there's a sale all right handling your laptop carelessly now uh, let's let's just not say laptop only. Well, let's call it PC carelessly because um, you saw a guy, didn't you, take his desktop PC <laughs> to the coffee shop? Yeah, there. Okay, and this is <laughs> it's yeah. So Tim Horton, I was at Tim Hortons. To those who know know what Tim Hortons is, um, it's not unusual to go to a Starbucks and to see somebody with a laptop all the time. Um, to see somebody with a laptop at Tim Hortons. Not too often, but it happens. To see somebody with their whole desktop PC at a Tim Hortons, at a small table with the whole desktop there and a monitor set up working, not normal. It was really neat to see. I but anyway, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I just want to see you with a Commodore 64 at Tim Hortons. <laughs> and a, like the CRT monitor hookup. Yeah, and you come in with your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> you may have just given me a life goal there that might be on my <laughs> list of things to do so let's kind of get into this because so handling your electronics carefully i have a old laptop that my wife uses right now that has kind of a chip out of the corner on it so it's clearly been dropped yeah i've had some laptops with cracks and different things on them right um, you can definitely mitigate this if you have a bag that has padding in it. Um, don't lift it up by the screen. Yes. So, a lot of people, ugh, this is an old laptop, but like 
<laughs> What's the matter? Um, yeah, why why is this why is the hinge detaching? Um, yeah. you know things like that. So yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, what are your thoughts? Is there any safety tips for handling your laptop? Well, uh, first off, I think the big one from this article that's mentioned, and I agree, is especially if your laptop has a standard um, hard drive in it. So not an SSD or NVMe, but it's using a standard platter oh. spinning hard drive. Yeah. Do not just be, be more gentle with your laptop because they are more prone to corruption. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story of, was it Amazon or something? And they were moving their data hard drive stuff from one building to another. And they used a shopping cart through the parking lot. And okay. by the time they moved it over, they found that maybe 20 to 30% of the hard drives had corruption because of just moving it, the hard drives, over through a shopping cart to the parking lot because of the okay. vibration. So, I, and I'm, I'm assuming maybe laptop hard drives are maybe more specced maybe for that kind of thing. I wouldn't assume mm-hmm. that. Um, so especially if you have a standard hard drive in your device, it's going to be more yeah. prone to corruption from vibration of course with an ssd in vme that's not the same concern um but that's the main thing to consider one thing that i had happened with the laptop years ago is i used it outside in the direct sunlight i had it on my lap and it got really really hot it was like i don't know it was like high 30 degrees canadian celsius or whatever and yeah. like maybe 90s fahrenheit or something yeah and I was sitting in the sunlight and I used it and closed it and went home and the next time it never started up again. So I think the direct sunlight of the hot killed that laptop. Um, yeah. So just be mindful of those things and not assuming that it's fine. Um, I, I've had that with temperature before. I've had it um, with actually on the other end of things and it wasn't a laptop, but it was a camera um, and it was, like minus 15 out and we were out walking around and I had the camera and yeah. it wouldn't turn on because it was so cold. Um, and then actually, and I, I can't say for sure this was the case, but I had a GoPro last summer. It was extremely hot here and um, I'd had it out in the sun and then it wouldn't turn on. It was thankfully covered under warranty, yeah. but um, it, I can't say for sure if it was the heat, but I, it had been in my bag in the trunk all yeah. day in a in a hot car, so it's possible that it overheated. That seems similar to what happened to my laptop. It just seems that extreme temperature can be a factor both ways, and yeah. so just be mindful of that. Like if if you have a really hot day, maybe don't work and don't leave it out on a on a table in the sun just baking there. It could kill it. Yeah. So unless don't, you're trying yeah. to kill it. Unless you're trying to kill it. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> so I, I think this law, the law of handling your laptop carelessly can be used for pretty much any electronics. And including children sure. and things like that. So, <laughs> General so, things in life, be, handle them carefully. Interestingly, keep talking there, Stephen. I want to bring something up. <laughs> Not that you have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> Here, I'll bring this up. Uh, I got it. I got it. So GoPro just released this battery where I know this isn't PC, but it's actually their high temperature battery. Um, so it's called the Enduro battery. 
for the oh and it boosts um winter activities extending your recording times up to 40 percent oh so actually enduro revolutionary technology um so dramatically improves cold weather weather performance and temperatures down to my or to 14 degrees fahrenheit or minus 10 okay so, Clearly, this has been an issue in technology, and it's kind of interesting yeah. that they they released that. And mm-hmm. that's probably just in the last couple of months. So, right? No, that is interesting. So, are we are we going to see like handheld devices in the future from like Nintendo being like the new Switch has a minus forty battery, like Played out in the snow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> built for the chairlift? Oh, the Norwegians <laughs> are going to love it. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I don't think the Japanese designers have that in mind, to be honest. But you know, maybe they do. They got they got some colder places out there, so maybe they know. Maybe they care. Yeah, you can play it in Winnipeg, winter. (laughs) Or Cody can play in Edmonton. Shout out to Cody if you're out there watching. Shout out to Cody. Yeah, Um, if you're out there, Cody, what's the temperature there in Edmonton? You can type that in the comments. It's cold, Ken. (laughs) It's cold. It's cold. So the next one is mismanaging your old batteries, which is kind of interesting as well. Um, So the article talks about it's okay to just use part of the battery and recharge it. You don't need to take it down to empty and then recharge it. Um, Right. So (laughs) Cody's Cody's saying it's zero. So um, that's surprising. That's surprising, Cody. <laughs> I, the, so the one day he was like, it's three degrees today. And the next day it was like, it's minus 30 today, kind of like in like Celsius. And it was like, so today it's zero, zero. Um, what, that, what would that be that in Fahrenheit? Uh, I don't know, but it's cold, but that's warm for Edmonton. So. That's freezing. Whatever freezing is 32 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So um, manage, mismanaging your old battery. So this is kind of interesting because... They're saying that you don't, you don't need to take your laptop down to zero and then charge it up. Um, it's actually bad for your battery to do that all the time. It's better to plug it in all the time. Now, I remember one of my first jobs back in the day was working at a cell phone store, and I think it was the nickel cadmium batteries. Everybody's gonna yell at me if I said that wrong or said the wrong battery, but those ones I think were best if you discharge them pretty much fully and then charge them up because there, oh, okay. like there was a life like it, it, the life would be sh- shortened so you wanted to um not keep it you know use it 10 percent and then charge it it actually ruined the battery life so right. um, that was something on older cell phones and i think the technology has changed quite a bit because um the batteries in the last couple of laptops we've bought have been significantly better than older batteries we've had. Um, The other laptop we have is five years old and the battery's still excellent in it. And this laptop is probably 10 years old. Yeah. And the battery like fully died after five years. Although this battery comes off really easy. So you can at least replace it. But you have to have that, you have to have that plugged in to use it, right? I do have to have this plugged in to use it. Um, Yeah. It's it was kind of a high end laptop for the day, so I'm still running Windows 10 on it, even though it's um, 10 or 12 years old. But yeah, it's probably it's, maybe the same age as my PC, to be honest. But <laughs> mine don't have a battery. Um, 
but yeah, so that that's one interesting thing. The other thing is I noticed, so at my former work, um, there was a gaming laptop there that we used for editing and it actually had a setting on it. Um, I can't remember what brand the laptop was, but it would max it. The, you'd set the setting and it would never charge to a hundred percent. So okay. it would only ever charge up to, I think like 80%. And that was supposed to, because we kept it plugged in and that would help keep the battery life going for a long time as well. Um, right. And so See, that's what your, I've heard. your computer might have a setting in it for power management. That's what I've heard conflicting is just, it, it feels like kind of like the, the schoolyard rumors with battery tech. It's like <laughs> my uncle who works at the camera or battery company says this or this or that. It's kind of like these, these ongoing mythologies of the best battery practices. And I don't know what's right or true. Mm -hmm. And then you'll go into a forum and see people talking and being like, this is what you should do. And then someone will be like, well, actually I work at a battery factory or something. And they're like, this is what you should do. And it's like, I don't know what the truth is out there. So, yeah. Well, there's so many different types of batteries. Um, so I think that's where the misinformation is coming from. Everybody has different types of batteries and we're not talking about the same type of battery. I know some of the new cars, the electric cars, um, are even covering the batteries, say to, um, 160,000 kilometers, the, the battery warranty is on it. Right. So, that, you know, if they're putting that long of warranties on some of the batteries, they have to be a better quality battery than the one I picked up at the dollar store. It's already <laughs> dead when I take it out of the package. Along with your compressed dollar store air. <laughs> the compressed air at the dollar store is better than the batteries at the dollar store. I say that. <laughs> what about the cereal? <laughs> the cereal? Well... <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't bought cereal there. <laughs> uh, I wish I had some cereal now over so that I could eat over my keyboard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, batteries, anything else you wanted to say about batteries? Um, yeah. The one thing that they mentioned here too, is like, if you find that, uh, you have a phone or some portable device and the battery begins to bulge, do get rid of it. Don't, uh, I've had some older yeah. devices, like I think an old PSP I had and I found it and like the, you could see on the plastic was bulging out for the, where the battery yeah. pack was. And it's like, yeah, that should go. Um, yeah. if your battery begins to bulge, don't try to push it back in and be like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> or, or leak, leaky batteries. Yeah. <laughs> um, d don't, don't try to save a bad battery. Go replace it. Um, yeah. 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 So, that's it. I had a car battery once, so I had to replace my car battery. And here in Canada, anyway, um, they charge you a core fee and then you take your old battery back and they give you that back. It's kind of like a deposit on the battery. It was either 10 yeah. or $20. So I took my old battery, put it on the floor on the passenger side and drove it to, I think it was Canadian Tire or whatever. And the next day there was like, clearly the battery was leaking because the battery acid had eaten holes in my carpet on the floor of my car. <laughs> so, um, yeah, careful it's with a, the leaky batteries. It's a good test. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did you buy from um, the dollar store? No, my car battery from the dollar store. <laughs> no. Hey, Dollarama here in Canada is pretty good. You can get some pretty good stuff in there. <laughs> if you want it. Yeah. Anyway, 
Electrical safety. We all have cords that you can see the wires. Yeah. That you wrap up with electrical tape. That's what, that's um, what electrical tape is for. Yeah. So it's no, fine. I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we all have one of these cables or a few of them. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. It looks very familiar. And, um, yeah, it's probably not the best for it. Um, nope. What are your thoughts here? This is a pretty quick one. Yeah, so if you see this happening, probably throw it out. And you could be like, hey, it's just a USB 2, USB 3. It's it's a low power current, you know. But if I recall correctly, the the newer the newer standards of like USB 3.2.b, whatever it is and that stuff, is beginning to actually allow for a higher current. So maybe don't keep assuming that a, a low voltage is fine from these things. Well, and some of the laptops now are being charged by USB type C cables and things. So they're exactly more powerful. Yeah. Um, or they'll be like ultra PD charger or whatever. And it charges your phone in an hour and that kind of stuff. So they're yeah. definitely more powerful than they used to be. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, replace your cables if they're bad. And on top of that too, if, if the cable's actually getting shoddy and, uh, not getting a proper signal, you don't know if it's going to be causing damage to the device it's attached to. Mm -hmm. So um, you're just not doing good. Like you may find out like my device isn't charging properly. It's switching in and out of high, um, you know, when you charge your phone, it goes to like the high charging rate and then it might go like it can't do it. And then it's struggling to find anyway. Uh, and there was a case with, um, again, with our friend Cody, uh, I was helping him diagnose his PC once and trying to find out why his computer was crashing suddenly. We couldn't figure it out. And suddenly, between us, we had this idea of, let's just change out the the power cable to the PC, that standard power PC cable. That's not the problem, but let's just change it. And sure enough, the crashing went away after we changed the power cable. No, no, visible, no visible damage to the cable, looked fine, but it was the cable, cable itself that was causing the PC to crash. Yeah. So was the cable from the dollar store? <laughs> you know, it's one of those cables where you don't know where it came from. Oh, you know, the box. We, we all we all have the box. The, the box. <laughs> the box with the cables. I have one that like this looks pretty old. It could be twenty. It could be twenty to thirty years old, but it still works. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but even even because what's weird about it is the PC would run, yeah, and then just die. Okay. And you're thinking, is it a memory issue? Is it overheating issue? No, it was literally the power cable. It would just boop. And um, so even power cables and stuff can be at fault and it can cause diagnosing problems. Just make sure your cables are good. And mm -hmm. if you have an old 30-year-old power PC cable you're just keeping, maybe maybe change it out if you're getting weird glitches and crashing and stuff like that. Because in our yeah. case, we found that to be the issue. So Yeah. And they're cheap. You can run down to your exactly. Store it's it's one of the cheapest things you can change to make sure that things are running fine. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, if, and you, if you're trying to diagnose, you can always borrow a cable from someone else from their yeah. PC and and try it out to see if that fixes yeah. your problem. And one thing, the other thing this article mentioned is like having a, a proper surge protector and stuff in your PCs. I do know years ago we had a, a an electrical storm and uh, we did get a surge of power through our grid power grid. And in our house, I could hear like this awful grinding noise, like like power sounding, and it sounded really bad. And 
it was a surge of power and our PC's power supply died. And I believe quite a few other people had blown power supplies in their computers. Yeah. So that's another thing. So that's back on the disregarding electrical safety. Oh yeah. 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 That goes back to yeah, that we, one. We kind of jumped over that. Um, but they also sell, okay, we're going to move back. <laughs> we all know we need to check our cables. Um, electrical safety. They also sell those battery backup. Um, it's like a surge protector, but it also has a battery that you're right. able to get half an hour of right. time out of, um, so you can s shut down and save. So that's something to think the about. UPS. Yeah, uninterruptible yeah, power supply. Yeah. Uninterruptible power supply. That's yes. right. The other thing, <laughs> now I'm going to jump all over the place and there's no, um, there's no saving it. <laughs> there's no saving it now. <laughs> Disregarding overheating problems. We're back on number one. What? I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> um, one thing I was saying in this article too, that we all do if we have a laptop is you are sitting under a blanket and you have your laptop on a blanket and the, the fans on the bot on the, on a laptop are commonly on the bottom. So they'll like pump the heat. Yeah. Um, right into, into the blanket and your laptop will get really hard. So it's, if you have the opportunity, your blanket will get really hard. Hot. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> whatever and like you get you get those little tables that are lap lap hard tables like they're a yeah. table you can use those or a, or something like that so yeah um yeah so that was back to number one so number two <laughs> <laughs> no all right um are we done with cables and yeah, electrical safety something to mention but i can't remember so we'll carry on okay we can we're just jumping all over the place so it's okay if we come back to it <laughs> The last one on our list is browsing the web unprotected. Yes. Um, or not using any type of antivirus. Yeah. Um, so Windows now actually has a pretty good antivirus built in and mm -hmm. it's gotten better over the years. That is currently what I'm using. Yeah. Um, what are you using or using any other software? I currently also only use Windows Defender um, okay. with, with the assumption that I may be getting some malware and some things mm -hmm. in there tracking and just being real that there's probably some malware in my computer. But um, as long as it's not like key loggers and things getting private information, yeah. if, they're, if they're just snooping on me, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'll get more targeted ads when I don't expect it. It's kind of yeah. like, okay. Um, but it, yeah. That but I said, I, I will occasionally download and run like the spy bot type of programs. Right. Um, that search for them just randomly. Yeah. Um, if I worry about it, but I try to, I personally try to stay away from sketchy sites. So, yeah. um, if I had to go to something that was a little sketchier, they're, Maybe I'd use my old computer or something like that. You, you know what's a, an idea for that is um, if you want a, 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 if you don't want that real time protection antivirus stuff, uh, one option you could do is have a throwaway web browser. You have a web browser you only use. So say that you say that you commonly use Chrome, right? Mm -hmm. You could download another uh, web browser like Firefox, 
and you could use Firefox for all of your um, uh, uh, what's the term use like using burn or something like you you so say that you need to so when I was as a game developer sometimes I would need to like look up some potentially sketchy sites to find information tracking so say I developed a game and I was trying to look up for reviews for the game yeah. and it would lead me to some like Russian website that I can't understand the language so before I click on the search link I don't know where I'm going to yeah. so so what I could do is I could download another browser and go into that browser even like Opera or Opera GX and go into the okay. incognito mode go into like the the yeah. VPN mode and go and check the site. And if I find that the site was totally sketchy and weird, I'll just uninstall the whole web browser. Okay. And yeah. then reinstall it. Cause I have found, I've had people on my computer before, like a young person that will come on and they'll like Roblox cheats. And then I get like download yeah. today popping up in my desktop. And, it, and I found that I was able to just delete the web browser and reinstall. Yeah. Um, so that's another form of protection is just having a throwaway web browser that you're willing to delete and reinstall quickly if you, um, need that yeah so that's what i like to do but option is like a virtual desktop Um, oh yeah so there are ways to run kind of like a a virtual second desktop Um, yeah so if that gets say even like a linux one or something you can run a virtual machine for linux and just use that as your yeah sorry a virtual machine not a virtual desktop or um so that would be an option as well yeah but yeah so i think um just being cognizant of the sites you're going to, it would be important. Um, you can, there's free virus checkers out there. It doesn't hurt to run a second one or, or yeah. even pay for, for one if you're. And I, I like what they recommend on here. They recommend like Malwarebytes. And I don't know how reputable it is at this point. I don't know, I haven't tracked it. But I like how Malwarebytes, they say, yeah, it does have a, you can just do a manual scan. So it doesn't run in the background. You can just do a manual scan apparently with the free version. And that might be a good thing to do even every couple months or something. So yeah. along with Windows Defender, which is usually good enough, then once in a while I'll do a, a manual scan with another third-party one. It might be a good idea. Yeah. So I like yeah. I like how we're talking about this and we jump from like just recommending uh, antivirus to like run a virtual machine with Linux. <laughs> it's like <laughs> easy solution. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with a virtual machine with Linux with a throwaway web browser. You're fine. You got this covered. Yeah. Don't well, use a antivirus. It's like, what kind of sites are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just logging into my Gmail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so there's definitely a whole list of ways you can protect yourself from the basics to fully protected so <laughs> yeah awesome um so our question of the day unless you have anything else you want to say and start or start over back at number one um our question of the day is do you have your own tips for keeping your pc healthy maybe not eating toast over your keyboard or different things like that um we'd love to hear from yeah. you yeah and uh yeah, um, write those tip? in the comments below. What's my tip? Ooh, tip? Um, what's my tip? <laughs> like no, like I think my, oh, go ahead. Well, for clearly, I drink coffee over my keyboard, so that's not the one. I think going back to if you're using a laptop, trying to keep it <laughs> like there's been been a lot of you hear about fires and different things where people leave their laptop charging under their blankets, or um, I think trying to get air to your device would probably be one of the biggest things. Um, heat is definitely a killer of your computer. So that would be yeah. one of them. Um, and then staying away from sites that 
you don't know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. To avoid them. I think those would be my two biggest tips. And what, what about yourself? Yeah. Um, yeah. In in regards to web browsing, again, I do recommend to throw a throwaway web browser. Um, do have one because there are moments where it's like, no, I need to look something up and Mm -hmm. I, I just don't know where it's going to lead me. So, (laughs) you know, have a throwaway web browser ready. You don't keep any, you don't keep any passwords in it. You don't keep any links. It's used only for using and burning, um, Mm -hmm. when you need to, I recommend that. Um, but on a more practical level, uh, trying to think here yeah no i think that's it and too again if you have any computer with a standard hard drive be careful with vibe with moving computers with a standard hard drive knowing that vibrations and things and movements could be harmful for that so if you have a laptop right now with a standard hard drive don't throw it around be careful with it Mm -hmm. um or upgrade to an ssd and all that so awesome yeah awesome Mm -hmm. um one thing we do want to mention is what happens when we hit 100 subscribers steven we hit 40. Yeah, we hit 40. That's, that's, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, once we hit 100 subscribers, we are upgrading to 1080p streaming. Currently, we're at 720p, but at 100, we'll go to 1080p. So, yeah, that's if our target. If you're watching for the first time, make sure to subscribe and like. Also, if you're listening to us on one of the podcatchers out there, thanks for joining us. And, podcatchers? Um, podcatchers. <laughs> I like that. That's the term I hear out there when I listen to podcasts. So Is it? It's the yeah. Oh, you're not. I don't you're know. you're being serious. I never. Heard I am that. being serious. I don't oh. know if it's a real <laughs> podcatchers. Apparently, I'm not in the know. Okay, that's you're fine. You're not in the know. No. You don't listen to podcatchers. Apparently, no. uh, <laughs> I love this Yoshi. Healthy PC feed of veggies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate the comment. You know what? I, I carrots. <laughs> It feels like I feel. I feel. I need to eat more veggies. I think that's maybe what's going on here. <laughs> so a healthy user is a healthy PC. Is that what's going on? Is that help? Yeah. What about fruit? <laughs> can we? <laughs> can we fruit? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's going to wind down the main part of our show here. We'll stick around and answer some questions after. Um, So thank you so much for watching today. Remember to like and subscribe here on YouTube. And until next time, take care.